there are two ways to like get it off the ground to start selling. Okay. You can either sell one to one or you can take a more creator approach and do a content marketing plan to grow an audience. Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Some of you are kicking around the idea of what business should I start? And some of you are just nosy and want to know how I would do it if I were starting all over again. In today's episode, I want to help answer some questions. I know you have a million and one ideas, but how do you choose what to pursue? Where do you put your time and energy? How niche do you go? And should you sell your offer as services, a digital product, course, membership? We're going to answer all of that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, you need to know that I have been up to some mischief on the Instagram. So to bring some of you up to speed who may be new around here, I have been on Instagram since the beginning. Oh, I don't know. When did it start? 2013-ish? Ish. And then it's turned into my business Instagram in 2015. And I grew that initial channel quite quickly. Um, I went from a couple hundred friends, mostly like people from high school, Lord, and (laughs) grew it to 45,000 people in just a few years, which by today's standards definitely sounds small. But like back then, that was a lot and quickly. Right now you have way more opportunity to get in front of quite a few more people much quicker with some virality. However, the impressions are very short stints, and so you have less time to make that impression. But nonetheless, I 
started that Instagram, grew that Instagram, and then didn't know how to handle having a partner on the same account. So we decided that we would each have our own personal accounts and the main business account would be just business. And I'm glad I started my personal account. It was a great opportunity to be my own person again. I felt like I had started to become synonymous with the brand, like the business was me. So starting my own personal Instagram was a great opportunity to just live my life and showcase what I was doing. But then stories started. I mean, they kind of started in the middle of all of that, really. And I was doing most of the stories over on my personal. And so the engagement fell on the business account and kind of migrated to the personal account, even though I wasn't talking about business over there. Anyway, just to catch you up to speed, because you do not need an eight-year saga of my Instagram strategy, but in September, probably, I decided to take what was my personal account and keep it me. Like, I didn't, like, swap names or anything. Keep it me. I could have technically switched my personal name to the old business account and tried to revive it. I could have technically also started a new account all over again. That might have been a better choice. I'm not sure. But I decided to include way more business stuff on the personal side while still being me and still including elements from my life. And I feel really great about that decision. But I also felt like it was a little chaotic. (laughs) So instead of just like, letting that be enough, I decided to add more. (laughs) But I didn't add more in my defense before I tell you what I did. This all already existed. It just wasn't utilized for clarification's sake. So I am reviving the Creative Template Shop account that never really got used and properly linking it on (laughs) my personal and business profile. And then I had a podcast Instagram, Strategy Hour podcast, that I reserved eons ago. Literally had no followers. Even I wasn't following the account. There was nothing on there. It was just me saving the name. And I decided to turn it on so I could link it in my profile, basically just so I could have a link for people to go subscribe and see new episodes and stuff. Plus, I don't know if you guys know about the like cross posting, but you can do what's called collaborative posts and you can post things across multiple accounts at the same time, but it's not two separate posts. It's literally the same post and they're like interconnected. So the comments go to both and all of that. So all that to say, I am either creating an even bigger mess Or I'm making it easier for people to understand the complexities that this business has turned into over eight years. Oh, gosh, it's almost nine. It's almost nine. Oh, my goodness. It'll be nine in March. That is so wild. Anyway, all of that to say, (laughs) you should go follow all four of them. Boss Project, 
Abigail Says, Creative Template Shop, and Strategy Hour Podcast. Am I crazy? Probably. But you're here for it, right? That's why you're listening. So I like data. Like, love data. Love the numbers. Love to know how things are. And while I definitely think there's ways to improve this and I want to continue to improve the data, I do have a survey that thousands of people have taken. And based on that, I'm going to make an inference about the people who are listening to the show. And if that data carries true, about 20% of you are making somewhere between zero and $500, i.e. you're just at the beginning. And I really want to use today to not only inspire you, but really give you tangible next steps that you can be taking to get your business off the ground. Back in the day, we had the easiest biz plan ever, okay? And it was an opt-in for the business. And it was freaking amazing. It was a one-page document to help people get their business started. And I'm unearthing it, you guys. I have... A couple of things I'm unearthing, actually, because they still hold true. There's still the same questions I would have you thinking about today and working on today to help you craft the vision to get started. So I'm not a magician, and I only have a few days before Christmas break is starting for our team. Actually, when you're listening to this, I won't be working, which is great. Love that for me. It also just means you're going to have to wait till January to get a hold of that. But I promise I will update on the show and send an email about it. So if you aren't on our list, you should go to bossproject.com slash sign up and get on the list. I think it would be really easy to jump into the logistics, the what to do in what order, and here's the plan. Follow the plan. But... Before you can even unravel your ideas or where to go next, you really have to know why you're doing what you're doing. What is it that you are pursuing because of what? (laughs) What is fueling this? You know, I think there's this misnomer that why you start a business has to be this like passionate call, (laughs) that you are feeling called to do something, that you have so much desire in you. And, And that can be true, but it's definitely not true for everybody. Anyone who starts a business either does it because they want to, that desire is enough, the desire representing the vision. You could see yourself doing this from childhood and you had ideas for how you could change your impact. Maybe you were passionate. (laughs) Maybe that passion is so strong that it's inspiring you to push past the hard days. Or maybe the money is motivating enough. Why don't we talk about people who want to start a business to earn money? I do not know, but it is a thing. And for some people, that is the only reason They started their business, and I want you to own it. Now, sometimes it's also because of the freedom that you're craving. That freedom is sexy enough 
freedom of time. You crave flexibility and you want to spend time how you want to spend it and not how everyone else wants you to spend it. Now, it could be a multitude of these things, but I want you to get clear on what it is so we can help you tick the boxes on what it's going to take to get there. Now, here's the part that no one is talking about. And it's that for some people, starting a business is required of them. I know that sounds wild, but maybe you need the money. Maybe you were laid off or there's a wage gap in your home. Whatever the situation, that money becomes essential. It's not motivating. It's required. Maybe you need an accommodation. There are so many workplaces that do not accommodate people's abilities, health, neurodivergencies, or otherwise. And you creating your own environment to thrive in may be what's best for you. Sure, people want the time, but some people need the time. And usually when it's time out of necessity, it's because there's something else that's required of them too. And typically I see that being people being caregivers. They need to care for a loved one, whether that's an infant or someone elderly. Anywhere along the spectrum, being a caregiver can require so much of you that you being able to work outside of the home is not possible. And the why that probably makes me the most upset, (laughs) but is so true, is you start a business because you need the safety. Not all environments are created equally, and being fully accepted for who you are, regardless of race, sex, gender, or otherwise, discrimination is very real, and sometimes you need to create your own safe space. So what about that clicked with you? What do you feel like is fueling you? And if you can own it, then you can identify ways to satisfy it. Because if we do not satisfy the why, then we are going to burn out or quit almost every single time (laughs) because it is the reason. And we can talk about passion all day long, but if you're not ticking the right boxes, you're going to feel empty at the end of the day. But after the why, you have to know how much money you need, how much money you need to make, what is required of you, and get clear on the difference between what you need and what you want. And these are things, concepts that we cover inside of the co-op. I don't care who you are or what level of income your family is at. There is some amount of money that is needed from you. And now I take that back. I take that back. There are people listening that they're in a good place. Their family is in a good place and they don't need this income. And I love that for you. However, if you do not get paid to do this job, it's not a business. And so I want to help you build a profitable business that is going to be an asset that fuels your financial future. And that's only possible if we get clear on how much money you're going to make. But you can't make any money if you don't know what you're going to sell. And you don't have to know the answer right now. 
but know that that's a critical piece of this decision making. What are you going to sell and to whom? Now, for sure, the easiest track, and I'll say this 17 million times over, the easiest track is to take some element from your past, somewhere you already have the experience and the training and the knowledge, and utilize that to build your business. So maybe you were a designer in a marketing agency. You going off and being an independent graphic designer may be exactly what you should be. Maybe you were a professor at a college and you taught insert any subject. Well, you could also teach online to a broad group of people and not necessarily be through an institution. Maybe you're a CPA and you work at a bigger firm and you want to go independent. There's no right or wrong answer here. Ultimately, you can choose whatever you want. The world is your oyster, as they say. But doing something that's closely related to your experience is going to make this so much easier. Ultimately, you also need to be able to answer the question, where are you going to market? And the answer is totally okay. Like, it is great. If you said networking, if you said referrals, LinkedIn, like all fine answers. I am not saying you have to grow on social media for your business to be legitimate. I know plenty of people running incredibly successful businesses that have zero social presence. So do not feel obligated to market your business that way. However, insert asterisks here. (laughs) You do need to know where that is, (laughs) where the discovery is coming from. How are people going to find out you exist? How are people going to find out you own a business? How are people going to find out that you sell whatever? Because ultimately, if you just go into sales mode, you're only ever going to sell to the people that are already in your circle. And so you are going to need some sort of discovery method, some sort of way to connect with new people, new individuals. And perhaps the biggest question of the day, when are you going to start? I hope it's right now. I hope it is right now. I hope you're willing to commit to making this possible. I know there could be a lot of things in your way, obstacles. I do not want to discount that things can be hard or challenging or make this a leap for you. But if you really want it or you really need it, then why are you waiting? Right now, I am personally in creator mode, like full-blown creator mode, which is great but also like makes me a little all over the place. And I haven't been in this spot since the beginning of my business. And I think everyone who starts a business often goes in cycles for how they feel like they can show up in their business. And I am in a fresh cycle, guys. This is the beginning of a cycle. I don't know if a cycle is eight years long or if maybe I did this somewhere in the middle and forgot about it, but I don't remember feeling this called to create specifically in a very long time. 
Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. When I started this business, I was freshly laid off. I had been recruited into an internal marketing position just four months prior. So I literally quit my job to join this other startup. Four months in, they didn't just lay me off. They laid off the entire marketing department with no notice. Okay, that's not true. They give us 30 days. But there was kind of this weirdness where they wanted us to show up to work and look for a job for 30 days. Oh, 
my gosh, it was crazy. But I spent that time really articulating what I wanted and where I wanted to go. And I had a conversation with my spouse about where I was headed and what I wanted. And was this the right time? And the short answer was, he believed in me. And I said yes to myself and gave myself permission to really put things into action. And I was in a position where it had to go quickly. Like up until a few months prior, I had been the only one employed in my family. In my my little unit, it was just Jared and I. We were early in our marriage and he had had a hard time getting a position when he moved back to Kansas City. He was in Baltimore the year prior to us getting married. And the job market was terrible for architects. And he was having trouble getting a job. But he had landed a job around the same time I was recruited out of my position. So four months later, now he's the only one supporting us financially. And I was like, give me some time, bro. But I got to go. I got to do this thing. And so... In 30 days, I replaced my corporate salary, which sounds nuts. And at the time, I specifically decided to transfer that knowledge, transfer what I did know. And I wasn't going out and doing new things. I was doing what I had been doing in my career for years, but independently and for clients that I better aligned with. But that wasn't necessarily the whole vision. That wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do forever or where I wanted to go. And so I was also kind of simultaneously building this future for myself and turning around and teaching everything I was learning along the way. And so in some ways, the business that exists today was built on accident. But what I didn't realize at the time was that I was ultimately building a hybrid business. And I've spent a lot of years talking about how incredible service-based businesses are for getting started. And I've been dissuading so many people from pursuing the other things they're excited about because I was scared they couldn't handle both. And that is not my place to judge. I did both. And I am so glad I did. And I am so glad that I did it early. So what do I mean by hybrid business? I mean that my business takes advantage of multiple business models simultaneously. So I'm not operating an exclusively one-on-one agency services. I'm also selling digital products. I also have a membership. In the past, I've also had a group program in the middle and everything along the spectrum. But ultimately, if we were just to look at it in the grand scheme of things, those are kind of three different buckets. You got the service space, the one-on-one, and you got the somewhere in the middle. And the somewhere in the middle can take advantage of all of the above if you do it synergistically and if you do it right. The problem that I see people making and why I spent so much time dissuading people was not because I didn't care. 
it was because I so cared about the future of my clients. I wanted them to be successful financially, and I knew charging higher prices to get to where you want to go was a huge opportunity to really build a base that covered the four walls, so to speak. Because realistically, you could get booked out with services with two to four clients a month very easily. But I also know that you can, and many people do, run business models where the majority of their income is on the other side. Right now, absolutely, mine is split. I would probably say it's 80-20. 80% of my income is from a one-to-many world, and 20% is from services. And I'm okay with that. But when I started, it was reversed. You know, initially it was 100% services, and then it was 80% services, and then it was 50. And then I dropped services for many years and then brought them back. But if you're going to do both, if you're going to take advantage of multiple models, what I want to see you doing is talking and marketing to the same person. I'm actively building the accelerator, which is going to be going into the co-op very, very soon. And part of that conversation is talking about the client spectrum. And ultimately, your ideal client at different points in their journey need different things. They have different challenges. They have different things standing in their way. But ultimately, you could take a large group of people and put them all on a timeline. But the problem and the reason (laughs) that I was hesitant to share this approach of doing both or doing it all is that I saw a lot of people trying to set one down to pick something else up. And perhaps the like most frequent way I've seen it done is that they were talking to a certain type of client to market their services. And then they were trying to teach their peers how they did it. And I'm not saying you can't do that, but those are two different businesses, two entirely different businesses, which is why it is so hard to start a business that way. Instead, take advantage of talking to the same person that is at different points in their journey and solve problems for them. Now, it may change your entire approach, but I would much prefer that all of these things are interconnected, then you trying to go after five different kinds of people from five different niches. Now, my client spectrum is huge. I work with online business owners, people who want to work remotely, people who are working from home, and they could have anywhere from zero to 10 employees. And they could be anywhere from zero dollars in income and still at a corporate job to in the millions. I have multiple clients making over a million dollars. That is a huge spectrum. I do not suggest that to beginners because trying to help all of those people at all of those different stages is incredibly difficult and not something I would suggest. So I would pick a much smaller timeline. 
but I wouldn't do it all at once. And I think this is the really key piece here. There are two ways to start. Like besides knowing why you're starting, there are two ways to like get it off the ground to start selling. Okay. You can either sell one-to-one or you can take a more creator approach and do a content marketing plan to grow an audience. And some of you don't want an audience. And so like that's going to determine where you start because I'm personally in an already creator mode. I'm starting with things that make sense for people who are developing more content creation versus marketing when you're marketing exclusively one-on-one, your approach is going to be different. As you start to build out this spectrum, you might be doing a little bit of both. And that's amazing. But I think in terms of starting, I would either start at the beginning of the client spectrum and build a one-to-many offer, like a digital product that's an easy yes and get paid to get leads, which I cannot wait to share more about that strategy because it's something I've done again and again and again in this business. Or I would take that knowledge that I already had and do a similar service to the kind of work I've previously done and market more to a warm market because you just don't need as many leads when you're marketing one to many. But the question was, how would I do it? So the short answer is, I would start with services. I would still start there. I would still get to the point that I was covering my cost of living, like what this business needs to buy me in my life. And I would cover the overhead in my business, which is going to be very small at the beginning stages anyway. But I would get to the point that services are doing that independently. And as soon as that happens, like I would go to the opposite side and I would build a digital product as a gateway. But knowing that I want a hybrid business that has different things along the spectrum, I would be working to market myself and build an audience while the services are getting to the point that it's covering all of my costs. That way, when I am ready to turn my attention to that digital product as a gateway, I already have an audience to sell to and will continue to connect with more people and have more people discover me through the digital product. And if I were doing it today, I would go way more niche than I did when I started. Like, ultimately, it would have made way more sense for me to only talk to designers than it does for me to talk to all online business owners. But I am committed to the lovely, large, incredibly wide and diverse group of people that I get to talk to and work with. I'm not going anywhere, but I'm just saying if I were to start over, I would pick something so much more specific Like, for example, I have a client who is a CPA only for photographers, only for photographers, which makes her copy so easy. I have a web design and copyright specialist that works only 
with psychology groups. I literally saw a dentist who was teaching people how to prevent cavities in like children. So he's talking only to parents, which parents is a very broad audience. So if you can narrow that down, I would. But dentistry for parents is pretty niche. But I think that's the key. It's the what for who that makes it more specific. Does that make sense? Because if you narrow in, it's going to be easier to sell. Because the room is not going to be as loud. I am in the noisiest room on the internet. And it's cool. I love it here. And it's a little bit wild. Now, I mentioned that I would get myself booked out and then I would build the digital product. But how would I spend my time? I mentioned marketing to grow an audience while I'm getting booked out. And that means that I would need to split my time. And in the early days, I did not do this very well. It took me all day to do my client work. And then I would work on marketing all evening. It was like an all-day affair every day. I definitely took time to spend time with my spouse and watch junk TV and sit around. Don't get me wrong, but like I was doing more than I needed to be doing then. What I would do is have clearer boundaries about when I'm working and I would spend half that time on delivery for my clients on the deliverables, like creating whatever it is I said and promised to them. And I would spend the other half of my time on marketing, which for some of you sounds absolutely wild, but it can be so fun because at the end of the day, it's really just about connecting with people. It's not necessarily about sales at all, (laughs) especially in the way I'm talking about marketing. I'm talking about marketing to the top of the funnel, the discovery area. At this point in the marketing thing, you're not necessarily trying to sell anything. You're just trying to pique their interest. But even for my introverts, this is the benefit of working from home. Just because I market on the internet, because I am not physically in the room with all of these people, I still get to feel good all the time. Not all the time, most of the time. And if you do it the right way, like marketing does not have to be draining. Like I am not a content machine, you guys. I do put a lot out into the world. And even though I would consider myself a creator at this point, I think that has more to do with how creative I'm feeling and how I want to be adding new things to the world versus executing where you're just, you have the thing built (laughs) and you are focused on getting leads and selling to those leads. I'm in the create new environment, right? Now, I will say to make your business scalable, you have got to get to the position that 30% or less of your time is being spent on delivery to clients. Because if you're spending more than that, you are not going to be able to maintain all the other aspects that it takes to run a business. You're going to be thinking about invoicing and follow-up emails and networking and 
building a sales page and everything, everything. And none of those things were client stuff. It wasn't about the follow-up or the sales process or the pitch, which are all additions to the actual work that you do in your business. I'll tell you this. If you know the right things, businesses are scalable. And I want to create an environment where there is less secrets, where we are sharing what is working and giving people tools to thrive. I want to see your business successful. I want to see your business profitable. I want it to not only pay for the life that you have, but the life that you want. I've gotten quite a few questions recently about if the co-op is right for you, if you haven't started your business yet. And the answer is yes. Like, let this be your jumping off point. Let this be an opportunity for you to really take the next step and have an environment that includes so many tools to help you thrive. I would absolutely love to have you. It is a total blast in there. We are constantly creating things to meet you where you're at, even if it's kind of niche, okay? I have been known to make things for one person because I care so deeply about where you're headed. You can find out more and work to get your business off the ground at creativetemplateshop.com slash membership. I can't wait to see what you build, where you put your time and energy, what you sell, how you market it. I love to know all the things. So come tell me inside the group. I want to know all of the details about what you're going to get off the ground, and we're going to be here to help you every step of the way. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.